1: Thank you.
2: good morning everybody good morning and welcome and if you're a guest a very special welcome for joining us for worship today on this first Sunday after Christmas just before the cusp of the new year we want to open with words from TS Eliot who wrote what we call a beginning is often the end and to make an end is to make a beginning The end is where we start from. It's in this spirit that we're going to gather this morning to reflect on the year just past, prepare ourselves for the year just about to begin. For you to follow along in worship, I would invite you, if you don't already have it, to download the order of service. There should be links in the chat or available to you if you get our weekly newsletter, The Flame, It'll be on on that um, newsletter for you to link through to the order of service. And if you aren't getting the flame, please uh, fill out our visitor form, and we would love to get you more connected to this community. I want to um, particularly thank this morning Shali Ong and Jonathan Silk, our camera person and sound engineer, for helping make the service possible. And I want to say how grateful I am to have Sam King, our worship associate with us, we have Radim Zenkel, our guest musician, who sent us all his music from Europe. This is the blessing of this era where so much is different, but it opens up certain wonderful possibilities. And of course, to our soloists uh, and Mark Sumner for making the rest of the music this morning possible. If you are on the chat and you have any questions, if you're having a hard time getting connected, just type in a little message and, and Joe Chapo will be there to welcome you. And finally, if you want to, please feel invited to join the Zoom coffee hour. That happens right after this service. There will be a link for that too, and you'll get a chance, I hope, to meet a few people after service. So welcome. There are a lot of upcoming events and programs in January, so I invite you to look over your order of service or the website for any and all of them and feel invited. Please put February 5th, on your calendar. It's going to be our live auction, virtual. And the week before is our silent auction. We're gonna be trying to do this again in a new way. So so please put it on your calendar and participate in this, uh, this surprising new adventure in auctioning. And if you have anything to donate, now's the time to think about it. And you can talk to people who run our auction if you have questions about how to do that or you're considering some possibilities. And a reminder too, some of you, have guests at your table boxes which is our opportunity to remember those around the world who are less fortunate than we are to support grassroots organizers who are advocating on behalf of folks around the world including the united states who need advocacy in order to be heard and honored and their rights respected so those guests at your table boxes we're going to collect in january so i just invite you to keep welcoming symbolically at some point in your day Dinner is often when it's suggested with a donation toward that effort and just know that we'll be collecting them all the beginning of the year. I think that concludes our announcements. So welcome again to worship. I would invite us as we start our worship service today to deepen with song. And this week we're gonna begin with hymn number 58 The words and the music are in your order of service, or if you have a hymnal at home, there too. Ring out wild bells. Please join together in singing. Welcome to worship.
0: All oh. right.
3: blue candle, which we have each week uh, that we have been in COVID, and we will continue to do so until such time as we're able to meet together again. Now please join me in the unison chalice lighting. The words are in your order of service. We light this chalice for the power of beginnings and of the endings that make a place for them. Now please join me in our spoken covenant and sung doxology. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its prayer. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in freedom, and to help one another.
2: A God for which the ancient Greeks had no equivalent, a God whom the Romans claimed as distinctly their own, Janus. Janus is the God who is depicted on the cover of your order of service this morning. He's the one who has two faces, not because he lies to you or conceals his full self, but because he's always doing two things simultaneously. He's looking backwards with one of his faces and forward to what's coming with the second. Janice's name comes from the root word for doorway or passage. He's the God who stands at such places, literally or figuratively, places of transition, gateways from one experience to the other, from one life stage to the other or even just one moment of time to the next. He's associated with time, with birth, with a whole number of things, as you might imagine. Not surprisingly then, it is conventionally thought, though not universally agreed, that the month of January is named for Janus. It would be a very appropriate, name for the month that marks the passage from one year into the next, wouldn't it? Especially in this northern hemisphere when we go from darkest nights and the journey back toward the sun. Leonhard Schmitz, who was a classical scholar of the 19th century, suggested that Janus was likely the most important god in the Roman pantheon he noticed how often the god was invoked together with Jupiter, the king of the gods in Roman mythology. And so today, in this cusp between December and January, we stand too in a kind of portal or gateway. And we stand too this morning then like Janus, with one face turned back on this last year, almost over, and one turned to begin to face into the year that is almost upon us. And so in worship, we're also gonna take some time to reflect. Most of what you will do in worship today will be personal, private, it will come from you, I suggest if you're someone who likes to journal and take notes that you take a moment to get a piece of paper and a writing implement handy to jot down some thoughts that might come to you but also if you choose just to be present to your thoughts and trust you will remember what you most need to that you just ground yourself in a meditative place we do often recognize the most salient bits of our reflective time. And so I invite you into a place of groundedness and reflection. And to begin to take ourselves, bring ourselves more fully to that space, let's begin worship as we do most weeks, singing together our meditation on breathing. The words are printed in your order of service, but if this is your first time singing it, just listen and follow along when you gather up the sound of the music and its words, and then we invite you to get lost in it for a little while.
4: When I breathe in, I'll breathe in peace. When I breathe out, I'll breathe out love. When I breathe in, I breathe in I'll, I'll breathe, breathe in peace. In peace. When, I breathe out, when I breathe out, I'll breathe out love. Breathe out love. When I breathe in. I'll breathe in peace when I breathe out, out, I'll breathe out love.
3: Our first reading is Ithaca by C. P. Cavafy, translated by Edmund Keeley. As you set out for Ithaca, hope your road is a long one, full of adventure, full of discovery. Lestragonius, Cyclops, angry Poseidon, don't be afraid of them. You'll never find things like that on your way as long as you keep your thoughts raised high as long as a rare excitement stirs your spirit and your body. Lastragonians, Cyclops, Wild Poseidon, you won't encounter them unless you bring them along inside your soul, unless your soul sets them up in front of you. Hope your road is a long one. May there be many summer mornings when with what pleasure, what joy you enter harbors you're seeing for the first time. May you stop at Phoenician trading stations to buy fine things, mother of pearl and coral, amber and ebony, sensual perfume of every kind, as many sensual perfumes as you can. And may you visit many Egyptian cities to learn and go on learning from their scholars. Keep Ithaca always on your mind. Arriving there is what you're destined for, but don't hurry the journey at all. Better if it lasts for years. So you're old by the time you reach the island, wealthy with all you've gained along the way, not expecting Ithaca to make you rich. Ithaca gave you the marvelous journey. Without her, you wouldn't have set out she has nothing left to give you now and if you find her poor Ithaca won't have fooled you wise as you will have become so full of experience you'll
1: have understood by then what these Ithacans mean
2: So Our first reflection this morning will be on the adventure just past, the journey that you set out on January 1st of 2020, thinking perhaps that you knew which lands you would see, what monsters and markets you might come upon, what riches and challenges you would face and find. But this year had its surprises. Boats, you might say, were upended and we hit some rocky shoals during this last year and we grounded our boats in places that we couldn't have imagined or predicted. It's time to take stock of this year then, of what a journey it has been to think back on the harvests of the year of our lives, what was maybe born into our lives, literally or figuratively, what we ushered in, maybe with some intention. It's time to celebrate our accomplishments. All those places, maybe, where we rose above the fray. Maybe we kicked a bad habit, reinforced some good ones followed through on a promise, somehow found a way to bless the world. And it's time to honor all the ways in which the year was a blessing to us without our effort. All the gifts that came without a price tag, all the grace, all the ease, all the beauty, all the love that was dropped without warning at our feet. So perched from this lookout over the year just about past. what are the triumphs? What are the blessings that you want to honor and give thanks for, that you want to take a moment to celebrate Lessons that you want to carry with you. In the silence that follows, I invite us to meditate on this year, this journey, this adventure that is just about to come to an end.
1: And now, as blessings and gratitude always
3: move us to bless and give, we give and receive an offering to support the continued works and ministries of this community. Our second reading is from A Litany of Atonement by Robert Robert Eller Isaacs. For remaining silent when a single voice would have made a difference. For each time that our fears have made us rigid and inaccessible. For each time that we have struck out in anger or without just cause, for each time that our greed has blinded us to the needs for others, for falling short, for losing sight of our unity, for acts evident and subtle which have fueled the illusions of separateness, we forgive ourselves and each other. We begin again in love.
2: Continuing to stand with the face of Janice that is looking backward on the year that's just ending, I invite us to take a moment to think about places of loss or regret. Taking in the journey, you might ask yourself, what were the places of not enough in this year for you? Where where did you fail yourself? Where did you maybe lose a part of yourself for a while, a part that you don't want to lose or let go of? Or where did you just stumble in not being your best self? I want us also to take some time to acknowledge the pain that was delivered to our doorsteps this year, the loss of people that we love the efforts that went awry through no fault of our own, the good faith that did not yield the harvests that we hoped it would. Standing on this place of lookout over the year just about past, what were the regrets or the losses that you want to take a moment to honor to mourn, to acknowledge as we mark the end of this year. Let's take a little time in silent meditation to be present to those thoughts and reflections.
1: Recognizing that there is human suffering
3: all over this world in the course of natural and human catastrophes, we ring our gong today in honor of two such places of suffering and struggle. We ring our gong first, as we have since July of 2019, for those lives held and those lives lost in federal custody in our detention camps for the mounting trauma to children separated from those families, to all people held without charges in less than transparent or humane circumstances in this repeat of some of the most shameful chapters in our nation's and our world's history of xenophobia, racism, and greed. We ring the gong for this travesty for which we bear a responsibility as citizens, those wrongs done in our names, we ring our gong additionally this morning for the losses this year to COVID 19. All the parents and grandparents, neighbors and friends, spouses and coworkers, fellow citizens of our cities, our state, our nation, the human race, each one precious and irreplaceable. And we hold in our hearts all who risked their own well being to care for others in the midst of the pandemic. All who suffered job losses, loneliness, grief, because of what it stripped away from our lives. All that will never return because of it. Some precious habits and realities we mourn now and always will know as an absence. And for all the other griefs and losses this year, human, natural, avoidable, unavoidable, for all suffering and loss called into memory in this moment of regret and remembrance. For all this held in our hearts and for our commitment to ease the tide of human suffering this coming year Howsoever we can, we ring our gong 12 times
1: for the 12 months of the passing year.
3: Our third reading is words from New Year's Day by Kathleen McTeague. We stand at a threshold, the new year something truly new, still unformed, leaving a stunning power in our hands. What shall we do with this great gift to time this year? We are the hearts and minds, the hands and feet the embodiment of all the best visions of our people. The new year can be new ground for the seeds of our dreams.
2: And now for the third part of our reflection this morning. The final piece of the reflection, we're going to stand with Janice's other face, the one that is looking toward the future, that's coming toward us, what is to come in this particular doorway of time, which is to say that we are going to look now, reflect now on our hopes and our intentions for the new year, our hopes and intentions for ourselves, for the world. So, you might ask yourself what you would like to pick up with new vigor or carry on with determination and love this next year. What you want to infuse with greater joy and care. You might ask yourself, where you will work to be more of the person you want to be, how might you deepen into your best self? How do you want to serve concretely? Create a world, the one you want to see in flesh and bone and policy and institutional life. You can think big dreams if you want right now, enormous resolutions, grand ones, or maybe a hundred small ones that you could hold in the palm of your hands. Anything that you want to carry with you through this portal of time into the threshold of the year that is just about to be born in us, through us, So I invite you now into silent reflection, again, one last time, about this year to come and our hopes and plans for it. After the silence, Sam will invite us into a time of meditation.
1: Please join me now in a time of prayer and meditation.
3: Oh, force of change, of endings and beginnings. What a year it has been. Every month was something new and unexpected. A lot of the time we did not know how we would make it through. But here we are on the other side. We gather today in many places, separated from our families by travel restrictions or altogether, hearts heavy with suffering for the losses this year or light from new joys that we have found in the upheaval with plans or with uncertainty, but still we gather as we have every week through this time and as we will continue to do. As we go forward into the new year, let us have what we need, a return to normalcy connection with our loved ones, connection with total strangers, new jobs and hobbies, peace and quiet, hustle and bustle. And let us remember that even in this time of change, change isn't something that just happens. Endings aren't something that just happen. New beginnings aren't something that just happen. It takes our resolve and our work. So let us go forward ready to make that happen. And when we do encounter serendipity or grace, let us be open to it and ready for it. And now, Let us open our hearts to the change we wish to see and wish to make. And in this shared silence, think on the possibilities before us. blessed be and now please join us in singing hymn number 350 the ceaseless flow of endless time
2: now in our comings and our goings. May the light of love shine upon us out from within us, be gracious unto us and grant us peace. For this is the year we have been given and the one just to come. May we give thanks and rejoice and be glad in both as we walk through this passage, this gateway, this threshold in time. Happy New Year, everybody. Blessings. Go well.